0: We're the goose, the witch, and the existential itch. I'm Fee.
1: And I'm Stuart. This is going to be a podcast that's going to make you think, question, and probably even laugh at most of the absurdities of life. Anywhere from the mundane to the unanswerable questions that keep every one of us up at night. Join us here as we try to scratch that pesky itch.
0: All right. So, for our first episode, we're going to keep it light and talk about death.
1: Everybody's favorite topic.
0: As I was researching topics for our. First episode, I came across a question on Reddit and it kind of twinged my anxiety a little bit, which (laughs) I feel is the perfect start to our podcast. And this user had a question and it says If we're just a cluster of uncountable atoms that interact with each other in a specific way, what is the meaning of dying? Our atoms will be there even after we're gone, and they'll be repurposed for the use in nature. So what is the purpose of dying?
1: Okay, yeah, no, that's it's um, a pretty light, easy conversation to start with. I, 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 I like that. If you think about it, everything in the universe does have a life cycle. Everything at some point does die or end in some way or shape. So I, I really like that question because it really piques conversation.
0: So yeah, like you said, everything has a life cycle and death is inevitable with all beings. But after death, we're just, we're just physical matter. Yeah. So science tells us that energy is created but never destroyed. Mm-hmm. So the output that we give throughout our life, the energy output, has to go somewhere once we die.
1: No, exactly. I like the idea of like... It's the consciousness, conscience dies, mm-hmm. right? It's not, the cells don't die, matter doesn't die, obviously, as you said. But it gets redistributed in its own ways. And it's something that not a lot of people like to think about. But like, you end up feeding bugs as, you know, mm-hmm. grotesque and morbid as a lot of people would think it is. It's the truth. if If the way you decide to finish your existence as being buried in the ground because these days there's a million ways to go you're gonna just go back into the life cycle right like to quote disney it's the circle of life right you feed the bugs the bugs feed the earth the earth gets eaten by other wildlife foliage what have you and you just you get to spread out amongst other things
0: as morbid as it is i think in a sense for Mm -hmm. me i don't know if anybody would agree with me but it, I think it's so beautiful that we just continue, continue to give to yeah. the universe, despite whether it's in life or death. But I think going from our consciousness, like mm-hmm. you said, that that was interesting. I feel like being aware mm-hmm. of the energy that we put out into the world is very important because that's, what's going to stick and that's what's going to make the universe such a diverse different place Mm -hmm. if we're putting positive energy out into the world it not only affects our lives right now but it can affect future that's my belief
1: no i i like that um it's a depressing it it can be a depressing thought but i like thinking of it as the self Mm -hmm. who you believe yourself is and what everything is that at one point is going to be just a memory Mm -hmm. and even that memory at one point disappears right and trying to do something with that before you end before you die before whatever happens after this because none of us truly understand or know that it really matters even if it's something so small because everything everybody does is small in the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're building giant corporations making billions of dollars because wherever you go after this that money isn't going with you right it doesn't matter if you're just somebody who's working at like a red cross right Mm -hmm. just trying to make the world a better place or if you're somebody who's not really doing much with their life at the end of the day everyone's going to end up the same way
0: and i like i like the thought of that because We spend so much of our life on this one path that everyone thinks that we should do. Mm -hmm. We need to go to school. We need to get a degree. We need to get a good job. We need Mm -hmm. to make money. We need to have a family. But that's just societal boundaries that generations before have put on us. Mm -hmm. Your life can be whatever you want it to be. And I think knowing that when you die, you're still going to contribute contribute to nature and the universe in some way I feel like in my own spiritual journey Mm -hmm. I feel like that gives me purpose regardless of where my life goes or what I accomplish Mm -hmm. yes of course you want to accomplish things that'll make you happy in life oh yeah but I feel like that needs to be your goal if money makes you happy Mm -hmm. make that your goal but that's not that shouldn't be everybody's life's
1: purpose exactly and like going back to what i said about like the the concept of self how that is the one thing that ends for everybody i think that all those needs as you were saying the like you have to go to school you have to get a job you have to get married and have kids all those things they're not you don't need to do them i don't think anybody Mm -hmm. needs to do them what you need to do is live your life in a way that when you're at the end of it you can look back and be happy. It doesn't matter what you did with your time. As long as what you did made you feel like you've accomplished something, mm-hmm. because you're not going to be able to be in control soon enough. Right. Soon enough, the universe is going to take back all the all those privileges it gave you while you were alive, and they're going to use everything that you didn't. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I, I really love, I guess, thinking of and just studying and reading and just knowing is across the entire planet, so many people have different beliefs in what happens, not only in death, but also in life. And everyone's driven by spiritual, religious, all these different concepts. And I personally don't think anybody's wrong, but... I don't know, there's just something to me that's fascinating about it, that you can just, you can cross the water, right? And you can meet so many different groups of people that have these vast different views on all of this that we're talking about.
0: And I think going back to putting energy out into the world, as long as it's positivity and it's it brings you happiness mm. while not hurting other people, I think that's totally okay. I do i think say people who believe in a god mm-hmm. and they spend their time their energy all of
1: i know what you're trying to say like all of their sense of self all of their they're driven by this exactly
0: so they they emit so much energy into this god mm-hmm. and that's totally okay it's in my mind okay looking at people who believe in god per se Mm -hmm. they spend so much of their time so much of their energy like you said they're driven by this god Mm -hmm. and in my eyes i see that as positive hopefully mostly positive energy being given to this source Mm -hmm. when you have a group of people who have a belief in something they can come together and they can create immense amounts of energy and it it just brings people together Mm -hmm. um we have negative and positive energies that attract and that can be attracted together Mm -hmm. and that becomes the truth so i feel like that is their truth and I feel like everyone needs to learn to accept that it doesn't matter if you don't believe the same exactly. thing yep. that that group of people is bringing in energy together and that's their belief. I'm not, we're not going to go on about the negatives and positives of certain religions. Like
1: no, because every one of them has a negative and a positive, mm-hmm. right? It, like, if we want to just do that, we're going to be attacking ourselves by the end of it. Exactly. our way of thinking to a lot of people would, wouldn't would be the right way to think. Mm-hmm. But I, just like what you were saying, probably exactly what you were just saying, I believe that when enough people believe in something, there's no way it can't be wrong.
0: That's a, Yeah, it, that's it what I was be, trying to say
1: not not wrong to me it's not my existence Mm -hmm. for me it's not my truth but for them by all means Mm -hmm. if if they need scripture if they need any type of religious or spiritual belief by all means do it exactly i i love that stuff i love i love that people have that i love that we have the option to have faith in something Mm -hmm. because having faith in something doesn't mean it's religious it's just your way of getting through the day and facing those things that we can't really think about easily
0: it's like a safety net in a way Mm -hmm. like the concepts that we'll talk about make a lot of people really uncomfortable um it's the unknown right Uh, yeah and having a religion, a spiritual belief. It's its really... Um, it makes you feel more secure. Yeah. In and the unknown.
1: It was something that I actually said yesterday to you when we were talking that it's... it's okay, I'm not trying to make fun of it when I make this comparison because it's not. It's just the comparison I made when we were speaking about it. But I believe it's like when a kid is afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. It's something that when you're young you don't it's you can't understand what you can't see and that brings total literally existential fear to a child they just don't understand that and it's up to the parents to give them a reason not to be afraid of the dark whatever they tell the kid to get them through the night whether they have to check under the bed or in the closet right that's their that's them giving them that ease mm-hmm. right because oh if mom or dad didn't see anything there's nothing there right. so we're safe when we get older and we start getting that more self, that sense of self, we start asking bigger questions, right? Instead of what's in the dark, it's what are the things that we can't see? Mm-hmm. What happens after death? What's what's lurking behind us when we can't see it, right? Those kind of things. And I feel like a lot of people have their belief. There's a lot of people with that system of safety. They They give an answer to something they can't understand, because if you have an answer, it's not as scary.
0: As long as, like we said, probably a dozen times already, as long as you're putting that energy into something that's going to serve you and serve the universe in the end, mm-hmm. I think it's fine.
1: Yeah. And that, like, even that sentence to a lot of people, they're like, we can't do that, mm-hmm. right? You can't serve the universe, right? But you're part of it. Always. Every day that you're either alive or dead, you're part of this universe. Mm-hmm. You... you We are all made of the same thing that makes the sun and every other star in the system. We are forever going to be that. Mm
0: -hmm. The day we
1: die, we just become a different version. That is all that is.
0: Going back to your example of not being able to see in the dark and being afraid of that. um, How much of reality do you think we're oblivious to if we can only perceive (laughs) the universe with our five senses
1: oh okay um we're gonna do that today it's kind of
0: like <laughs> like the um fourth dimension that we were talking about the other night yeah my 3am uh, yeah. thought
1: i think oh how do how do you start a conversation like that after just okay so a little um backtrack for a second i want to apologize to everyone who's probably going to listen to this because This isn't, you know, Sunday morning easy conversations to listen to while you're having a cup of tea. No, no, this isn't going to be that. Um, The things that we can't see is probably what keeps Felicia up at night Mm -hmm. 99.9% of the time. And it's up to me, that other 99.9% of the time, to come up with an answer on the fly before she has a breakdown about it.
0: Honestly, the other night at like 3 a.m., I was trying so hard to understand the fourth dimension and I just, I couldn't get I think I have it. I think I finally have it after years of not getting it.
1: It, it went from me trying to explain like Tesseracts, Black Holes, Light, light Years. Yeah. Not Buzz, but the, the you know, the space stuff. Um, but no, yeah, that's just what we're about and that's what we're going to do here. I think... When it comes to other realities and things that we can't see, that's that's such an expanded thought on all of this, on especially death and everything, because there's this theory that I really love that when you die, instead of dying, you just go to a separate reality where you're just starting over. You have to do your life a little differently. It's almost like, like the Buddhist belief mm-hmm. with reincarnation, but you're still you. But you'd have, like, you know when... How how is this explained the way I read it you know when you're okay say you're driving down the road okay. okay and you see a car coming at you okay and it's it's on the wrong side of the road you're about to crash you blink and you're past the car the car was never on this side of the road there's a theory in that that in one reality you did get in that car crash but you're now in a different reality where that never happened
0: For anyone that doesn't know, I hate talking about quantum realms, other realities, different dimensions. It makes me very confused <laughs> and uncomfortable. But I guess that's what this is all about.
1: Now we should all. I should also go back on this because we're here saying, you know, try to be a good person and all this but then i'm bringing up a belief that hey even if you're living dangerously you might just start living in a separate reality no. right so like yeah
0: i can't you know, say no if that's somebody's belief that's totally okay oh, but yeah. i i cannot understand it
1: now this all goes into beliefs of like if we want to start going this far there's like other planetary life there's aliens that could possibly oh, exist if we want I to talk so. about that stuff i 100% believe in that stuff Um, we'll leave that for another day yeah yeah that's a whole other conversation (laughs) um
0: but do you think that there are things realities no things in the universe that we can't see or understand not necessarily a different reality but like
1: are we talking in the sense of like hp lovecraft other beings that are outside of our senses okay that would be like a
0: spirit though i think
1: no well that there could be explained as a spirit people might think it as that but it could be something else completely it could be just something that our senses don't pick up
0: mm-hmm.
1: something that's extrasensory to us and i 100 percent believe those things exist
0: that's I, the thing how can i believe because i do i genuinely believe in spirit mm-hmm. um but i can't see it being another realm but
1: it's not another realm this is going back to me trying to explain the tesseract <laughs> here right it's not it's another layer to the cake that is our life they're still part of this mm-hmm. realm. They're just on a different plane of it that we can't see.
0: I, I, okay. How I see or how I picture spirits to kind of work within my brain, how I understand them is they're on a different frequency that not everyone mm-hmm. can, not everyone's like senses can like, communicate with. Yeah. There are some times where these paths cross and a certain frequency might, like, go off within your brain and you can see it. You can feel it. You can hear it. Um, it's almost
1: like when you're walking down the road and you get that glimpse of something in, in the corner of your yeah. eye. And then you look and there's nothing there.
0: I, I feel like that's what the spirit mm-hmm. realm is like.
1: If we want to call it that specifically, yes. And we can actually tie all this together in a way, because I think that belief in itself after humans gained self-consciousness and we started to have thought, like mm-hmm. sentient thought, I think that belief is that extra sense. Right. I think so, like...
0: It's like our third eye.
1: Yeah, yeah. if we want to get and trippy hippie with that. it. Yeah, it's it's very third eye... In the certain... best way
0: possible. That's not to be offensive because I truly believe in
1: it. No, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we 100% like... My belief is that there is more to than what humans know right now, right? Is the best way to put it. Like, my you guys will hear every time we have this conversation, I might say something that contradicts my last thought, but that's because I am open to every possibility. I just believe that there is, there isn't, I don't think there's something pulling the strings per se, but I do think that there is something larger that we don't understand, and I think that's mainly due to belief.
0: Yeah. I, I see that in my eyes I don't I don't believe in a being I don't believe in anything like that per se mm-hmm. like if the easiest way I can explain it is basing it off of Christianity because that's what I grew up around that is the biggest religion within our community. Um, and we're,
1: we're not attacking Christianity's ever. Never. I love so many Christians. I think the Pope is probably in my top three favorite people. <laughs> that guy is amazing.
0: But I see positive energy as being a God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what God is. Mm-hmm. I I don't say I believe in God because I just see it as positive energy. And... I see that what people would consider to be the devil to be a negative Mm -hmm. energy. And within our lives, we're pulled, pushed and pulled, positive and negative, and we have the free will to to decide where we go with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the easiest way I can kind of explain my spirituality.
1: Okay, so no, I like that you just said... Free will, free will to me is a very fun topic for a lot of people because a lot of people think that we were given it. A lot of people think we don't technically have it, even though we're given it, we're still controlled by something. So it's not really free will. I, I think there's chaos in the controlled beauty of the, the universe. So I don't really think free will exists. I think it's, I think it's a made up term in my belief, but what do you think about it?
0: So, I don't think free will is something we're given. I feel like it's something that we have. Mm-hmm. But it's a way to determine what's morally right. That's or, like,
1: I like universal accountability. You can do whatever you want, but you're going to get some flack for it if it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean like every good thing you do is going to be received with like praise Mm -hmm. but you might as well just stay out of doing bad things
0: well it just it serves your sense of self right Mm -hmm. and i i understand that our sense of self and our free will our morality is defined by society Mm -hmm. um but as very conscious beings Mm -hmm. I feel like we have a responsibility to understand morals Mm -hmm. and what serves humans, what serves life, what serves the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally can't understand somebody who doesn't have a moral compass. Mm -hmm. I do get it in the sense of science yeah psychologically people's brains are wired differently and that aspect of their brain isn't as either developed or they're unable to understand because of that reason yeah but personally i can't understand for somebody who has a moral compass somebody who isn't
1: in a deeper level you don't understand how that works
0: right like i don't i don't get why somebody would purposely do something harmful to somebody else or life without having some sort of disconnect
1: yeah no at least now i don't understand it where we are and we're gonna talk a little scientific i guess but in the on the evolutionary chain where we are now as humans, I don't understand how, how we can still be, or not still be, how we can be the worst we've been mm-hmm. for human disconnect. And I, I am going to sound like a really old man right now. Felicia say nothing about that, <laughs> but I believe that technology is to blame for a lot of it. I think that having our social neighborhood neighborhood on the internet has been a big problem, but I believe that, how do i want to word this i think back in like i don't want to say prehistoric days but like before we really had sentient belief and sentient thought before we started disconnecting ourselves from the world and started putting ourselves above everything it was normal for humans to kill other humans if those humans were a threat to them Mm -hmm. that was a very common thing and then we started to we started to come together There was a while where, like, villages and, like, settlements began to form. And that was fine. There Mm -hmm. was a trade systems. There was just... There was existence. And it was a very short amount of time where that happened. And then we started to separate ourselves when we got into bigger cities. And now where we are, where we're living in these, like, larger-than-life cities, like... I'm not attacking anybody, but when I say, like, the size of Japan, right? Like, when you have populations that are that large... People start to feel overcrowded, and I think that is a big play on human morality because it, it it drives the human brain mad. I can't remember what the specific numbers are, but even now, humans can't, humans can't live together with giant civilizations. They can't live within a massive population because they can't memorize everybody. Right. And when you're surrounded by people whose faces you might see on a day-to-day basis but can't remember, that's going to drive you a little wacky after a while. And that can that causes some things in some people
0: i can see where you're going with that um
1: i like to go off the rails sometimes in my thoughts i'm
0: trying to like backtrack everything (laughs) you just said and i'm not sure where to go from there i guess going back to how technology has changed the world Mm -hmm. yes it has given us so much opportunity oh yeah Um,
1: so more than we ever could dream of
0: right like I I think it's so important but it has affected how we come together as a collective as mm-hmm. communities um the social s- networking space is really interesting but I think it like you said it's it's dangerous mm-hmm. not I know we're kind of at the beginning of the internet of this technological uprise i feel like yeah. we're the last generation to know what it was like to live without it yeah no we've never lived completely without it but we grew up as the social networking was yeah. getting started and
1: if we have any any uh, young listeners on here aol is something none of you, <laughs> you will understand you will never know what yahoo is or even msn for that matter and you should be grateful so when you go on Facebook and give your opinion on things, just be happy that you have Facebook.
0: I think that's what it is, you know. I feel like everybody has their own opinion on something, which is totally fine. Yep. But they're also offended by everybody else's opinion. I feel like now that we can connect with so many different people, such a wide variety of belief, mm-hmm that not everyone takes the time to sit back and understand that, okay, this is somebody else's opinion, it's valid, Mm -hmm. it may not be what you believe, but it's still valid and correct in their eyes. Now, if you're attacking somebody, if you're hurting somebody else, if your opinion is like harming another individual, not okay no
1: no and i, I was actually going to say that but you you got there that every opinion is a valid opinion until that opinion puts someone else down exactly i think everybody is has the right to that opinion but if you're going to say something that is going to invalidate somebody in any way shape or form then you're you, you lose all rights to having an opinion in my in <laughs> in my opinion have an opinion <laughs> but be respectful yeah ha- if you're allowed to have an opinion, so does your neighbor. Exactly. So when you're on it, and it happens more, I find, on the internet, because more people can be brave in front of a computer screen mm-hmm. than they can in front of a face. And I, I think that's one of the big problems, right, is a lot of people will go onto the internet and they will spew whatever they need to say, right? And if somebody has something that they don't like, to say they're going to make that person feel like the lowest of lows, they are going to attack that person, and there's just no real. I don't see the sense in it. It because goes back I, to
0: just being a good person with morals, yeah, like
1: exactly. It's just it's not even being a good person. It's just being morally correct. Mm-hmm. Because I think that I don't know. It's just I don't know if it's the way I was raised or if it's just who I am as a person. But I love I love discussion.
0: Oh my gosh! I I love
1: seeing people's opinions, and I love opinions that aren't mine.
0: I think that's why we have always gotten along so Mm -hmm. well, because I am so I feel that I am very very open Mm -hmm. to everyone, everyone's opinion. Like I also just love hearing people talk about Mm -hmm. their passions, their beliefs, their spirit, everything, and I really like listening to like-minded people oh yeah people who can be you can have your set belief Mm -hmm. and that's okay but you're open to hear what somebody else's truth is yeah
1: i think it's the core fundamental right Mm -hmm. like i don't want i don't want somebody who thinks just like me
0: exactly but
1: i want to i want to discuss things with people who have a different belief system a different Mm -hmm. thought process but is still opening the door to discussion
0: that's the thing i think Being able to change throughout your life is just a given. And being open to conversation, what I believe today Mm. might not be what I believe tomorrow. So if I say something on a podcast today, I can say something tomorrow in five days, in two years, and it not be my same opinion.
1: Yeah. And that's why we chose death as the first topic because it's a universal truth as we said in the beginning everyone goes through it everyone and everything whether you're a human who's you know facing the inevitable that one day it's going to catch up to you or you know if we want to get huge and a little out there with it if you're a sun that's on its verge of turning into a dwarf star or a black hole or what have you everything dies at some point it's just one of those truths along with the fact that Star Wars is better than Star Trek but that's just one of those things that we will not we will not stand Star Trek fans in this house. That
0: is the opinion that is the truth and we will not accept yeah, anything else. Not
1: not an opinion, okay? That's not an opinion, that's just the facts. No, um to keep it a, to keep it a little serious, when it, when it comes to death, it's it's hard to face. Mm-hmm. I've probably said that too many times in this talk, but it's it's something that you have to face. And me and Felicia are very big on that truth. Like, it scares us. Probably her more than anybody. Because Felicia is literally a walking ball of anxiety. And death in itself is just, you know, the easiest way to get anxiety. We both know it's a concept. Mm-hmm. We we both think about it a lot. I don't really know what I'm trying to say with this. But... I
0: think just being aware that yes we're gonna die someday yes everything Mm -hmm. around us has an end i think it gives us so much drive to create a purpose now
1: yeah and that's really what this podcast is that's what our goal is we want to open discussions we want to we want to hear other people's thoughts we want people to be able to join this discussion Mm -hmm. we want people to tell us how they feel about whatever it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. what we're talking about right now
0: what are your fears even regarding this now i'd love for you guys to go over to our instagram and comment what you think what do you think about death what do you think happens after death um what's the purpose and And if that's if
1: that's not something that is easy for you to discuss give us something else that you'd want to want us to talk about Mm -hmm. you know open up a conversation that we may not have thought about Mm -hmm. and it will happily have that conversation either with you or in the next episodes to come but we want to we just want to have a talk Mm -hmm. that's really all this is okay so let's try to get back on track here because we still have a couple more things we want to talk about before we close this off going back to death another thing that i really like thinking or not thinking about but a really cool thing that a lot of people do around i mean obviously around the world this is a pretty common occurrence but a lot of people have different different rites that happen when a loved one or what have you passes and it's cool how various that can be like in different not civilizations but different populations different different belief systems have different things that they like to do different ceremonies Mm -hmm. different like not every not everybody has a funeral and i think these days especially there's so many different things that you can do after you pass which i love
0: that's yeah i, I really like that in in my eyes once you pass once your consciousness is not there anymore mm-hmm. you're just lif, left with the physical matter right yeah. and
1: well you're not really left with it cuz you're gone <laughs> wow
0: well. The, the world is left that with it. it. Yeah. Um. So what happens to that physical body? Some people still believe that that is your vessel and mm-hmm. that's what your spirit is going to go back into when whatever happens. Mm-hmm. But to me, once once that's once your soul is out of there, mm-hmm. your energy is dispersed into the universe, like we talked about before. But I learned something new really recently. And I'll link their TikTok below because I think it's so interesting. Um, And I think this is what I want to do with my body after Mm -hmm. I die. So there's something called human composting Mm -hmm. where they take your remains and they have a facility in which your body becomes compost. Mm -hmm. And I love that idea.
1: I think they call it compostation.
0: Um terra, like... um
1: terra not terra morphing that's no, animal crossing
0: that. <laughs> terraforming oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie um terramation I think it was called yeah yep yeah, that's it um and I just love that idea because previously I always wanted a like a tree burial or whatever that's called yeah. I don't know um but it's very expensive. It's, it takes up so much space that I don't know if that's the best use. If that's, you know, mm-hmm. if that's somebody's wish after they pass, totally fine. Yeah. But for me, I wanted to find something that is the most naturally um, giving. Naturally.
1: The The most... Natural action, I guess. That you, just, yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that is just the most beautiful thing. Because you can take that soil. Mm-hmm. If you, be, you become the soil once it's finished. Mm-hmm. And your family can create gardens, can plant a tree. And I just think becoming a part of the earth and becoming... Being food for the plant life that gives us life mm-hmm. is just the most amazing circle that that is there like I just I love it um I know you what is your thoughts what do you want after you die
1: well we kind of see eye to eye on that one part Mm -hmm. where we both think that at the end I'm not using the body anymore so there might as well be something done with it Mm -hmm. I want to donate my entire body to research And that is my plan because I think there's a there's a lot to the human body that we still don't know. There's a lot that still needs to be researched. And if I can if I can donate my body and give any kind of help in that regard to like cancer research, what have you, any kind of any kind of disease research that they can use my body parts for, by all means, do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I won't be breathing out of my lungs. They can use them. I I think
0: that's so commendable
1: there's a lot of people that do that there Mm -hmm. i think that's a very common one especially around here now if i could live in my fantasy life i i dreamed of a viking funeral for most of my (laughs) life if anyone doesn't know what that is that's getting put on a boat tossed out to sea and having flaming arrows shot at you but the government is stopping that from happening so i might as well do something useful with my body and send it off to science Mm
0: -hmm. i really like that now i am an organ donor i do i do want them to use every little bit possible but whatever Mm. is left yeah compost me (laughs) yeah might as well um a lot of people i feel like most of the world generally agrees on burial um most
1: do but even in that there's different things that happen with it there is a i i don't know where it's at it's somewhere in i want to say africa i, I could be 100 percent wrong with this where once a year they dig up their loved ones and they change their clothes oh, as wow. a sign of respect now to me that just seems kind of scary but i'm i'm also somebody who watches horror movies all the time but on the other side of that coin i think that's a beautiful sign of respect that mm-hmm. even after death They want to care for that person. Right. They're showing them respect by changing their clothes. They clean them up and then they return them back to the earth, which until they obviously can't. But I think that's so. That's such a fascinating thought.
0: I just I don't want to be a part of a burial because if I did, I would want um like very minimal like put me in the ground. I don't want a casket. I don't want to be in some like material that's not gonna decompose because i don't feel like that's natural Mm -hmm. and some people like they don't they hate the idea of being in the ground or things getting like at their body and that's totally okay if that's your belief Mm -hmm. um but i just don't want to take up space
1: (laughs) yeah exactly like we're we're all gonna end up the same way i've Mm -hmm. said that so many times but like if you need to prolong it by all means, Mm -hmm. if you don't want to be buried, by all means, the inevitable truth is your energy still gets put Mm -hmm. out into the universe. And that's what this whole episode is about. So it doesn't matter what you want to do. That is what happens. Mm -hmm. That is, I don't want to say that is what happens. In my opinion, that is what happens for any number of reasons. I could be so wrong about that. It would be the first time in life I've been wrong about something. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: <laughs> but, you know. Okay, so now I think I think about now is a good time for us to wrap it up. But before we go, we both agreed that a good way to end every episode is I'm going to let Felicia tell everybody what gave her anxiety this week, but not everything because we'd still be here for probably another two hours. So she's going to pick one thing for every episode and we're going to share with the world what Felicia gets anxiety about. So what is the one you picked for today?
0: Today, we already mentioned it once. But the thing that gave me the most anxiety this week, my existential <laughs> crisis of the week, has been the fourth dimension.
1: Just in, in general, the whole idea of fourth dimensional thoughts and studies. She saw a TikTok. Okay, and this is how this whole thing started. We're going to harken back to about almost four days ago, I'd say. I'm, I'm watching YouTube before bed or I'm playing a video game. I can't remember specifically what I'm doing. Felicia, I thought at the time, was asleep. She turns over to me and she literally looks me dead in the eyes with this look of nothing but sheer terror and says, have you ever seen what a Klein bottle is? If nobody knows what a Klein bottle is, look it up. It's, I can't explain it. I'm pretty bad at explaining what it is, but it's a physical description of what the fourth dimension is. So I had to try to explain it to her, and then she goes to show me that she was watching a three-minute video on TikTok of somebody explaining how the fourth dimension works using one of these bottles. When I tell you she was near tears for about an hour and a half trying to understand this, I would... I would still be under-exaggerating how bad it was.
0: I just don't... I can't comprehend... She cannot comprehend. (laughs) I can't comprehend the fact that... I guess not a fact even. The (laughs) thought (laughs) that there could be something that we can't perceive. Like, how... Wait, how does it work again?
1: Okay, so the way I like to explain it, because I don't understand it completely, because, you know, I didn't go to college, or I hardly even graduated high school. But from what I've learned about it is we're going to go back to the 90s for a second, okay? Imagine playing a Game Boy for the first time, okay? You're playing Mario or Kirby, what have you. They go side to side. They live in a two-dimensional world. Mm-hmm. What they would see in front of them is just a section of lines. Right. They would not know what that is. So for them to notice us who is looking down at them, they couldn't comprehend that. They can't comprehend a third dimension, right? Third dimension is looking forward to the side, up and down,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay? Two-dimension is just back and forward. It's all you can see. Mm-hmm. The fourth dimension Is seeing everywhere, all at once, all at the same time. Not that movie that is winning all the awards right now. But essentially, same concept.
0: So, would it be like a...
1: Since nobody can see this right now, Felicia is going through it. She is breaking down little by little. Right in front of my very eyes, trying to grasp this again.
0: So, if you had eyes... Everywhere on your body. Including on your
1: eyes. And
0: you could see yourself... Or you had eyes outside and can see yourself from every single angle. Every angle, every dimension, depth. So if you were some crazy beholder... Could beholders see in the fourth dimension? Are we talking
1: Dungeons and Dragons right now? Yeah. No, beholders just have extra eyes.
0: Yeah, but if they had more...
1: No, then they just see more.
0: <laughs> then how does a fourth dimension okay, work? How okay. could you?
1: Try to. Do you know the game SimCity?
0: What about like a circle of mirrors? Would that kind of be like a fourth dimension?
1: A circle of mirrors if the circle of mirrors could both observe themselves and observe themselves observing themselves. Observing? Observing.
0: Oh my god.
1: Wormholes. Oh, not this again. (laughs) We think of wormholes, okay? Everything that's in between, if a wormhole exists, okay? And we're not going to talk about wormholes right now. But, I mean, we're not going to talk into what they are. It's either you know them or, or you don't. But whatever connects them is a fourth dimensional concept. Because you can't see it, and you technically don't... You don't move through a wormhole. You just... You're here in the universe you go into a wormhole you come out the other end where you were in between that's the fourth dimension who knows
0: i don't think that exists i i'm just going to um not that i don't think it exists i'm going to pretend that it doesn't
1: (laughs) (laughs) and this ladies and gentlemen is what gets felicia through the day by believing that most things just don't exist So after that little fun discussion, we're now going to finish off the episode by saying if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you just feel like opening up a conversation with us. If you
0: have any ideas for new topics.
1: Even if you just want to talk to us, right? Anything like that. You can find us right now on Instagram Mm -hmm. at The Existential Itch. We made sure that we're. I'm pretty sure that we're the only people on Instagram right now with that name, so we'll be easy to find.
0: If If you're not sure, it's a little goose in a cauldron with a witch hat.
1: Yeah, it's e- easy to find. If Instagram isn't your forte, we do have an email. We're we're older people, so you know we we're not tech savvy. Well, we are pretty tech savvy. We just don't have a lot of social media accounts set up yet. But yeah, you could find us. Uh, you could email us at the Existential Itch Pod i think it's pod yeah yeah it's the existential itch pod at gmail.com again questions comments concerns ideas funny gifs of cats felicia loves cats um send them that way we're we're happy to talk to anybody who wants to wants to talk or you know give us any ideas
0: now that we've said that 20 hundred times um bite me (laughs) follow us on instagram the existential itch or email us at the existential pod at gmail.com and thank you for listening to our first episode we're really excited about it and hope you guys enjoy
1: tell your friends tell your family tell your grandma